Positively Joy. Are you living life but feel like something's missing? You've come to the right place. I'm Yvette Walker, your host for this podcast on finding the true meaning of God's joy. Joy is not a feeling, it's faith. And my guests and I will talk about how to avoid falling down the rabbit hole of chasing physical or emotional joy. In this season, we'll tackle spiritual growth as we discover the true joy of the Lord. From Positively Joy Ministries comes Journaling in His Joy, a new journal that can help you discover what brings real joy by journaling every day and creating a six-month record of memories worth collecting. With over 240 journaling pages, monthly and weekly check-in sheets, and weekly coloring journal pages, This guided journal will help you find joy even in difficult times by actively looking and choosing to see it in every moment. In this journal, you'll look for joy every day and record what you see and experience. Maybe you'll experience it in a rainbow or a song or in the sound of laughter. Choose joy on days where nothing seems to go right and spread that joy to others. Get your copy of Journaling in His Joy, available at Amazon and other fine booksellers. Hi everyone. Christine Tremp has helped so many women lose weight and treat their body as a temple ever since she shed more than 100 pounds. You may know her for that. But she's a strong Christian, and today we're going to talk to her about her award-winning devotional, Seeking Joy Through the Gospel of Luke. It's a great read this December, and I'm so happy to have her on the show. Without further ado, here's Christine. Christine Tramp, welcome to the Positively Joy podcast. Yvette, I am overjoyed to be with you today. Thank you for the invitation. I'm so glad to have you on. It feels like you have been on before, but that's only because we've done some different projects together, some different author showcases, because you are an author, and so am I, and we both are joy seekers, and we both love Jesus and joy. And so, again, this is this is way overdue. Right. <laughs> well, I'm glad to be here today. Very good. Well, I mean, you have such an inspirational story and you are a speaker as well as well as an author. And I, I think your story is really gripping to uh, to your audience because it's very relational. Uh, you have had um, a physical transformation as well as a soul spiritual one. And um, and we're we're moving into the holidays, and you have a book out called Seeking Joy, which is kind of a countdown in in a sense, a devotional for around this time. And so, let's talk about all those things today. I always like to get started uh, to let my audience know a little bit about you. So, let's talk about your faith walk and kind of how you got to where you are today. Great. Well, I'm so excited to share about this joy journey that I've been on, and I love your theme of your podcast, of course, Positively Joy. I 
had no understanding of what true biblical joy meant for so many years, Yvette, even being raised in a Christian home and going to church, being raised, going to church. uh, When I was in college, I walked away from my faith. I didn't turn my back on God or anything. I just, I just didn't live it out. Like my parents wanted me to go find a church when I was away from home during college. And that was the last thing I wanted to do. (laughs) So I call, yeah, I call all those years before Jesus finally grabbed my heart again. I call all those years, my wandering years in casual Christianity. And so, you know, off and on throughout the years, I would take my children to church. I would attend some Bible studies. I was in the church choir. I was singing on the worship team, which was probably the last thing I should have been doing because my heart was never in the right place. Mm -hmm. And um, finally, I got to the point where I was so uh, physically unwell, being morbidly obese and having a lot of chronic health issues pile up. I just got to a point of desperation where I told Jesus, told the Lord that I just want to feel better. And I'm like, that is what changed my life. And yeah, I was very concerned about my health, of course, but God was about to grab a hold of my heart and take me on the most crazy adventure full of joy. And now I have an understanding of what true biblical joy is and will never, never let it go again. So let's for just a moment, talk about the term you just used, morbidly obese. So there are people, and I would consider that I'm actually, I mean, in that realm right now. I'm actually losing now and exercising. Yeah, yeah. So I'm feeling good about it. Um, But I think a lot of people don't like to hear that term. Um, But it's not, you know, we, we are not using it to offend people. You're not using it to slam people at all. It's it's truly a medical term, but it's also helps us understand that this is not where Jesus wanted for us. Right. You know, he he wants us to be healthy. God gave us a body to be healthy. It's something I've struggled with my entire life. This is, this is going to be very, very relevant to a lot of people. Yeah, And that's what make, in my opinion, that's what makes your story so important because it does touch a lot of people out there. And we feel embarrassed by it, mm-hmm. you know, and we don't like to talk about it, right. but it is, it's, it's so important. So I just wanted to jump in there and, yeah, and mention yeah. that. Right. Uh, morbidly obese is a medical diagnosis. And I shuddered and I fretted every time I would go to the doctor's office because they reminded me, you're morbidly obese. You're classified morbidly obese. And you need to eat less and move more. You know, I just heard the same thing over and over again. And yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I don't use that. I, I think I kind of use it as a reminder to myself of, you know, how far I've come and where that health diagnosis I don't want to return to. But more importantly, you 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 touched on like the physical healing and the spiritual healing, the emotional he- healing. Yeah, I did carry an extra hundred pounds on my body. And that was really hard on my body. My my joints, inflammation, chronic pre-diabetes, fatty liver disease. But what where it weighed even heavier, heavier was on my emotional health and definitely on my spiritual health. So that's why I do talk about it. And I, I, <laughs> I'm like, really, Lord, do I have to talk about these hard things? <laughs> you, know, I, you know, I'd rather not, but, um, but this is what I've been called to talk about. And 
I so honored and privileged to like, I still pinch myself every day, Yvette. Like I get to, I get to exhort women to take action, you know, to do something positive, do something healthy for their health, for their body, mind, and spiritual health. My passion is spiritual health because my life didn't change until I cried out to the Lord and said, I just want to feel better. And I finally, at that time in my life, I finally started picking up my Bible every day. And that's truly what transformed my heart. Mm-hmm. I, I'm So I have not transformed myself as as much as you are. I'm in the process, but I completely can relate and understand when you say it's really not until you turn your focus off of worldly things, off of carnal desires, which includes food, mm-hmm. um, and, and focus on Jesus. So when I was young, again, battling it through my my whole life, there was yeah. a book I read. And it's not in print anymore, but this is a real book title. Help, Lord, the Devil Wants Me Fat. Oh, wow. So, and I read that book. It was a book about fasting. I thought, now, I still have that book. I still have a copy. If I go back and read it, I think it was a little, it was a little hardcore, but but I do believe that there's lots of reasons to fast. This particular book happened to be about that. But there's truth in it. There's truth in it that we we do turn our gaze away from the Lord and we focus on things of the world, it's so easy for us to do. You know, we're human and that's a flaw, I think, that we have. I mean, God made us perfect, but we, but we're never, you know, we we strive to reach the heights of Christ. We we strive for that. But we mm-hmm. are humans and we have to realize that we're not perfect beings. So right. Mhm mhm right I talk I write and speak and talk and coach a lot about the cravings that we have you know and and Paul even writes about it in in Ephesians 2 in my NIV version it says cravings of the flesh and the first time I read that when I started my health journey I was like oh wow that that is that was that's me that's me but Paul continues to write about how blessed we are by God's grace and mercy and his salvation that he can pull us away from those things that we're longing after. Mm-hmm. And I realized I was filling all the holes and nooks and crannies in my soul with all the wrong things, not just food, but, you know, I had other issues in my life too, like excessive shopping, mm-hmm. credit card debt, all, you know, just the things that you're trying to comfort yourself with, or you're looking for some kind of satisfaction and I just learned that truly God's word and and the relationship with Jesus is is what truly satisfies. Mm, So, so true. Well, and that's our signature scripture in John 15, just to paraphrase. It's just, you know, abide in the the Father's love, do his will, and you will be, you will be filled, if Mm -hmm. I can, if I can paraphrase, satisfied Mm -hmm. with the only joy that, that you, that will complete you, you know, it's just, it's so important. Um, so as I said, you, you know, you definitely had a physical transformation, but a spiritual one too. And so I want to kind of turn a little bit now and talk about the book, Seeking Joy. Um, we're, we're heading into the holidays. The holidays are so special. So right now we're talking, you know, a few weeks before, but it's coming up quickly and, and all my friends, you know, so I can even say today it's, it's November 11th. This is going to run a little bit closer too. Um, but so many people, all my friends are like, I can't wait to get Christmas out. I can't wait to get Christmas decorations out. I mean, it's like, it's time. 
And even I'm the kind of person that normally likes to wait till the day after Thanksgiving. That's my thing. But even I am just itching. I am itching to get into the season. Why do you think that is this year? I I think it's been different since COVID, actually. Mm-hmm. I just think looking back on the the COVID Christmas of 2020 that none of us will anytime soon forget, you know, we'll be telling those legends and stories to our grandchildren. <laughs> I just feel like that Christmas gave us as believers, Christ followers, a whole new perspective on the season. Mm-hmm. And I see a lot of women that you're talking about, like just anticipating this this season with joy and Thanksgiving. I mean, we have Thanksgiving as well. Joy mm-hmm. and Thanksgiving in their hearts and wanting to get on with it. You know, I, <laughs> I, I'm the same way now. I never used to set up my Christmas tree mm-hmm. until December 16th because my son's birthday is December 15th and I wanted to keep them separate. But my Christmas tree will probably be set up before Christmas now because I lo- that's where I love to do my best. Bible study every morning is in the living room and my brown leather chair and my Christmas tree with the white lights will be sitting right next to me. And I just, I don't know. I just love that ambiance. I just, I just love it. So, and you know, of course we don't have to wait until this season. We can feel this way all year long. And a lot of us do it. And that's, and that's great. Um, I'm doing something online right now called uh, hashtag not about me November. Not my, I, not my, uh, idea. I gave credit to the wonderful people who came up with this. Um, just to think about when we're talking about gratitude, also just taking the focus off of us. So we we can do this all year long, but it seems like this time of year, it's getting a little cooler. We want our, I yeah. guess, our pumpkin lattes or whatever it is. And we just, we just, you know, we want to be cozy and, and seemingly it makes us feel like we want to get closer to the Lord. And and I'm not saying there's anything bad with the season. It's such a wonderful reminder. But of course, we can do it all year long. Yeah, right. I love how you said cozy because one of my coaching clients is in Canada and she just said, our Thanksgiving was the beginning of October and I'm already moving into the cozy Christmas season. <laughs> cozy like, Christmas. Oh, yeah, I like that. Cozy Christmas season. That sounds good to me. I do. Okay, so you have a book, Seeking Joy, that's going to take us into this cozy Christmas season. Yes. Tell us tell us about it, why you wrote it, and why you chose this particular gospel. All right. So first of all, let's go back to that COVID 2020 Christmas. I We were so weary. Everybody was so weary. And we were hearing things in the news that you, you shouldn't spend the holidays with your family, your loved ones. Well, I have elderly parents. I have brothers that I and their families that I spent always spend Christmas with. And I just looked around the world and everybody just seemed so weary that Christmas mm-hmm. season. Like, what in the world is going on? And the Holy Spirit placed my favorite Christmas song on my heart and it kept playing on repeat through the month of October. So I was already thinking about Christmas in October <laughs> 2020. Uh-huh. And after it's Oh Holy Night and the phrase that says a thrill of hope. And then it says the weary world rejoices, mm, the weary mm-hmm. world rejoices. And I can remember praying and saying, yes, Lord, we're so weary. Please help us in our weariness. Like I yeah. see the elderly are weary, uh, weary, the people who are alone are weary. And the Lord reminded me that he had just taken me through this amazing journey of joy. 
And so I kept, then I started focusing on the word rejoicing, rejoices, the weary world rejoices. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yes, Lord. Yes, that's it. And God um, put on my heart to just write, uh, revamp my blog series that I'd been doing for two years mm-hmm. through the Gospel of Luke. Now, I love the Gospel of Luke because Luke, in right, at, right from the get-go, he tells us he's writing an orderly account. And I just happened to be an orderly type of person. So I was like, <laughs> that's pretty cool. And it just so happens that Luke has 24 chapters. And if mm-hmm. you start reading the Gospel of Luke one chapter a day on December 1, you have the whole gospel, the whole story of Jesus from Luke chapter 1 to Luke 24. And you can get to know the the whole Jesus story in that time frame. And so I really, I love countdowns. And I'm like, that's perfect. December 1, let's start reading Luke 1. So I started blogging that way in, D- in uh, 2018, blogged it again in 2019, and was going to be disobedient and not blog about it again in 2020 <laughs> until <laughs> I was told to write even more. Before, I would just put up a pretty meme and just a little like, this is what I found in the Gospel of Luke this year that meant something to me. Mm-hmm. And I I got really excited about the idea of taking readers on a joy-seeking journey. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. On December 1, in December 2020, I read Luke chapter 1, and I wrote a lengthy blog post, and I invited the, my readers to come on a joy-seeking journey with me and wrote about a thousand to twelve hundred words every day, and posted it up. Got a lot of positive feedback. Got a lot. Just it was so exciting to see people talking about joy in the comments mm-hmm. on the blog post. And about halfway through the month, I was feeling weary about writing so many words. <laughs> I I felt like this from the Holy Spirit. I felt like this could be a book, and so that that spurred me on to keep writing and to keep the project going and to not like not short ended at the end, just because I was puttering out or anything. But yes, it it did. I reached out to a publisher in January, and they were very excited about the idea. And so yes, it did turn into a book. And it, it came out the first Christmas after 2020, 2021, it was mm-hmm. released. And um, it's just been such a blessing. I call myself an accidental author, because <laughs> that I should... Well, I've been writing about my, I've been writing a Christian living book about my weight loss journey since 2019. And I'm just in the process of finishing that up right now. That should have been my first book. I had no intention of writing a Christmas devotional. So that's why I say I'm an accidental author that got this book book published out into the world. I mean, I I talk about God's timing all the time. So it happens when it happens, right? Right, right. And and the other thing I just saw, so there's a young lady I follow on Instagram and and she's a a mom and and she is always so inspiring. But today she was talking about how uh, he equips us with things and we just need to look and see what we got. So she was focusing on um, many examples from the Bible. um, But of course, one being, um, the woman who needed help to support her and her sons after her father died. And then she goes to the prophet. He was like, well, what do you got? Well, I have some jars. Okay, we all know what happened after that. And then, of course, several more examples until the ultimate one where the apostles are saying, we need, we can't feed all these people. And Jesus is like, what do you got? Oh, we have some loaves and fishes. And so sometimes we forget that we do have things that we can use. And that's an example 
of your blog. I mean, you had this right. content yes. that you you didn't know what it was going to turn into, but then when you take a look at it in a different way, right? This could, this could be a book. Yeah, and it's a special, such a special gift. I love that he asked me to take readers on a joy-seeking journey because mm-hmm. every chapter you can find joy all throughout the gospel of Luke. The word joy is written a lot in the gospel of Luke, but some of the chapters, it's really hard to find the joy, but it's there. It's there. Sometimes you have to read be, between the lines. For example, yeah. when Jesus goes to Calvary, yeah. Jesus did that for the joy that was yeah. set before him. So, you know, you just sometimes in those hard places, just mm-hmm. like life for us in those sorrowful places, we can find joy. We can, in fact, we can carry joy and sorrow in the same hand and God is going to be, be with us each and every moment during seasons of great celebration, during seasons of suffering. I've been through yeah. all of them in recent years and I could just attest to the joy of the Lord truly is, is my strength and is the strength that we can put our hope in. Amen. And it, it is a choice. And I always like to tell people I'm not being flippant. I'm not trying to say that I don't understand the difficulties that you may have, but it's a choice. It's a mindset. And we just have to get into that mindset. So, you know, my husband and I got married on Good Friday. And when I told people that we were going to get married on Good Friday, they thought we were crazy. And I'm like, there is such joy I probably didn't use the word at that time, but it's but but it, there is beauty there. There is joy. There is love. There mm-hmm. is so much love on that day on Good Friday, and so and now we celebrate our anniversary on Good Friday, no matter what day it is, and it's it's a day of love. And so I understand what you're saying. You can you know we must seek out that joy and find it in all the places, the light places and the dark places. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And it's there. It's there. And you're right. You're so right. It's a choice. And it's something that I began learning very early in my health and healing, my health journey, my weight Mm -hmm. loss journey. Um, It just completely kind of blew my mind, actually. Like, (laughs) whoa. (laughs) Especially when I started feeling better and God, you know, I started waking up early every morning and just get digging into his word. And it just, Mm -hmm. at first it might have seemed like a discipline or it might seem like a discipline to some people, but it very quickly became my daily delight. And just going every morning, I pick up my Bible and I go on a joy-seeking journey. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so this is a devotional, um, mm-hmm. which has, you know, obviously scripture and yeah. your insights. Is there a day that's special to you? Now, I know you have a son who has a birthday who falls in there, right. but but is there a devotion? Is there a day that's really special to you? Other I, than Christmas, let's say. Other okay, than Christmas. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, so in Luke chapter seven, let me just flip to it real quick. Uh, in the book, Luke chapter seven, is the story about the woman with the alabaster jar. Mm. And because I've been through this healing journey, I just, I can never get that story out of my mind. Um, <sighs> this woman, like she just came and she sacrificed and she surrendered everything for it. At, at the feet of Christ, you know, I, if we picture our, picture that scene 
she goes, this woman goes into a Pharisee's home. I'm sure she wasn't invited. Like she was, she was most, um, most theologians say she was a prostitute. And why did she have this jar of alabaster? Why did she have an alabaster jar full of perfume? Like, how did she have that? It was probably a precious gift to her. Yeah. And here she takes it to the feet of Jesus. And she was probably, you know, on the outskirts of the setting where Jesus was probably reclining at a table. And she just was there and just weeping. And that's how, when I think about on my healing journey and everything that God has revealed to me through this journey and this heart transformation, I just love her heart. And truly this, my healing, the healing that I see through the clients that I'm privileged to coach, it really all does come down to a heart transformation. So I love to think about this woman's heart, the heart that she had in this moment, like how brave she was, how bold she was to go and do that. And then to sit and weep. Um, I often will sit and weep <laughs> and think about this woman too, because it's just such a beautiful thing. And then the the way that, that Jesus blessed her, he said, Hey, to the Pharisee, Hey, you didn't greet me with a kiss. You didn't, you know, you didn't go out of your way for any reason for me, but this woman is bringing me something that is cherished to her. And she's using it to clean, clean my feet and wipe her tear, you know, wipe my feet with her tears and her hair. And Mm -hmm. and it's just such a beautiful story. And that's in Luke chapter seven. That is a beautiful story. And it's one of the few stories where someone is touching Jesus. Mm -hmm. And it's a, and I don't mean this in a sexual way, but it's a very intimate story because Mm -hmm. we don't, you know, if, if we do take her background to be that of a prostitute, Mm -hmm. um, getting that close to a man Yes. You know, see, and, you know, in, in this way um, was probably the most satisfying thing that had ever happened to her in yeah, a physical was, way. Yeah. And unheard of that she, yeah. you know, she was not invited into that room, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> so no. she, she had probably heard about his teaching and where mm-hmm. he was going to be. And she's yeah. like, she had given her heart to Jesus and she just needed to go and show him. Yeah. Yeah. So right. true. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, where can we find this book? And also, how can we find you on social media? All right. I am. My website is my name, christinetrimp.com. Are you going to put stuff in the show notes? I will put stuff in the okay. show notes. Okay, yes. Great. Yes. Great. Because I do have, with Seeking Joy Through the Gospel of Luke, I do have free, to, or I do have bonus chapters. If anybody wants to grab those, they could go to my website at christinetrimp.com and forward slash seeking hyphen joy hyphen bonus hyphen chapters. So if you put that in the show notes, that'll be I will. Yeah. And then also you can find more details on where to find the book at christinetrimp.com. And if you look in the menu on the website, it'll say seeking joy book, and that'll get you to a link where you can find details. The book's available on Amazon and where other books are sold. And I'm all over social media. You can find find me, connect with me through my website, all my social media links. Yeah, and there's a lot of resources that you have there too. So again, I will have that um, on the website. Um, but just even following you, you know, you have such a wonderful presence online. And so again, just follow Christine Trimp. Trimp has an E on the end, but you will yeah. see it in the show notes. Um, yes. And um, because I think it's uh, it, it's a 
you have an online ministry as well. And so I appreciate that. And you do so much, I think, for other authors. I always see you involved in just pumping up other authors up, um, which yeah. which I just really think is very, very special. I love to share. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm happy to share. It, it doesn't take much effort to share. You know, just hit that share button and say mm-hmm. something positively joyful about what I'm seeing. And, and right. oh gosh, I love to get the, the, um, the good news of great joy out to the weary world in any way that I can. Yeah. Yeah. So important. Well, as mm-hmm. we close, uh, and you've already shared uh, the chapter, the devotion, the chapter that, that really mm-hmm. speaks to you. Is there another uh, scripture verse or saying that's kind of speaking to you in this season? Yes, this year I've really been focusing on the the words of David in Psalm 4, verse 7, where David writes, You have filled my heart with greater joy than when their grain and new wine abound. And mm. that is just so symbolic for those of us who are going through a journey with weight loss and food. And I use the the grain and the, the new wine is very symbolic of God can fill our hearts with greater joy than anything like that. And so I'm, I love to encourage and exhort women with that, like just focus our eyes on Jesus and find that joy, wake up, wake up and go on that joy seeking journey every morning. So wonderful. Thank you for all that you're doing for, for us. And there's so many people out there, men and women who, you know, who have difficulty and, you know, we don't have time to get all into the fact that it seems like more people today have weight problems than a long time ago and why that is. But this, but the answer is still the same, no matter what the cause is. And we yeah. know what that answer is. <laughs> You'll have to have me back and we can talk about that in another conversation. Let's do that. Cause I think that'd be really interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. And um, again, everyone check out the book and we'll have all that good information in the show notes. Thank you so much, Christine. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for listening to Positively Joy. Go to PositivelyJoy.com to hear previous episodes and to learn more about our ministry and books. Support Positively Joy by becoming a Patreon member and sign up for our newsletter. Thanks to Mars Coleman for the use of his song, The Joy of Knowing. And thanks to Susan Marie for editing and production of the podcast. Till next week. Oh, the joy of knowing.